Good morning, pilgrims and travelers on the funny path of life. Again, very, very blanketed sky. Who knows what's going to happen, but we didn't get rain yesterday, so, but very, very nice and cool. So, what a change! What a radical change, and you sure doesn't feel like summer to me. Very, very nice. So, I forgot to talk about this fellow yesterday. So, let me start with him. A Swedish pilgrim arrived around, so it was Sunday, and this Tuesday, arrived between five and six, so kind of late, you know, for most of the pilgrims. But, you know, I mean, young guy. And uh, very early on, there was something weird about the guy. There was just something that felt off. Something different than that fellow in uh, Hospital Verdigo that, uh, for technical reason, that wasn't going to have access, meaning he wasn't a pilgrim. So, and the guy, I'm not sure. Anyway, he was trying to either call, but he wasn't being honest. And uh, anyway. And then it was like, there's no way. So, you know, the nicest way possible, I basically declined him the entrance because of that responsibility of, you know, for the other pilgrims and, you know, somebody who is not, you know, in that pilgrim, who is not part of that, you know, to have them mixed in there when it's just for pilgrim, it just doesn't make sense. Anywho, but this guy was a pilgrim. There were things, there were weird things. Uh, well, actually, yeah, I mean, I'm assuming it was, but his pack was ridiculously, like maybe one third filled. There was just, the way he was behaving, his body language, I just, it didn't feel right. So, and then uh, I kind of knew where he was going, which is kind of weird. And, you know, it was kind of through in windows, you know, and I, of course, I didn't lean. I kind of, you know, I was quiet. I stayed with it and, you know, offered him something to drink. And I even gave him some hiking sticks, uh, um, walking, uh, my goodness, hiking poles or walking sticks, walking poles. What do you call them? Trekking poles. And, uh, but uh, basically he wanted to not pay. He wanted to, to get in for free. And, uh, but it was just, you know, it would have been okay to actually let him, you know, to offer him that, and it would have been okay, but it just, it didn't feel right, you know, and only had three people, I had the French couple and then the Lithuanian girl, and it just didn't feel safe, so, uh-oh, is she blocking? Yes, she is, there's Muddy, so I basically declined him, you know, kind of stayed with him, you know, and it was, it was kind of a silly stuff he did at the end, and uh, my line, it takes one to know one. That was so bullshit. And, you know, me being full of shit, you know, it makes it easy sometimes to recognize that. And so basically was looking for a free place to stay. So maybe he didn't have much money, you know. So who knows? You know, I'm not like making a judgment there. It just, I didn't feel comfortable. You know, I would have been kind of anxious if I'd let him go in, in terms of what he might be doing or just, I didn't feel trusting toward him. And I and I honored that, and I feel very good about it. So, 
but you know, good good luck on your Camino, my man. But at the end, it was kind of like looking at the, you know, we have a glass fridge with the drinks, you know, that we offer. And so it was kind of like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get a drink, and but you know what, I'm gonna go to town, and then I'll come back, and I'm like, yeah, sure, you will. I'm like, sure, sure, see, whatever you want, man. And then as he left, I was like, you know, yeah, buen camino, take care. And I was like 99% uh, sure that he wasn't going to come back. And of course he didn't. So, you know, that was kind of uh, nothing wasn't expected by that guy. So they don't happen too often, you know, those kind of experiences for me. Uh, the way it's like it just feels wrong, you know. And then uh, I do. I do trust my gut feeling. And for me, at least... Yes, good morning, Muddy. Well, are you coming now? You know, they come out quite strong, so they are kind of undeniable. And what's interesting, yes, what's interesting is how I process it. You know, how I may minimize it. Oh, yes, good morning. Okay, we're going to do the run around. We're going to do the run around. We're going to do the run around. <laughs> All right. Good morning. Yes, good morning. There's more girl. There's more girl. There's more girl. There's more girl. How's that wound of yours? How's that wound? How's that wound? How's that wound? How's that wound? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're still green, huh? You're still like a, a pinky bruised. What do you call it? Uh, oh my goodness, what do you call that uh, silly show? Pinky Brewster or Punky Brewster? Oh, I can't think of it. Punky Brewster. I want to say her name was, but I don't remember. About this kind of funky girl, kind of a Madonna dress code. Uh, it was kind of an 80s show, kind of weird. I don't even remember. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Mm. Inuit Funky Brewster, I think it was called. Anywho, the uh, a green tie dye. <laughs> yes, my girl. Anywho, so so that was that. I just forgot it yesterday, and it was kind of interesting, you know. But I was also calmer about it because I was kind of like, uh, I was clear about how I was going to be uh, dealing with it. So there were no misgivings about it. But I did feel slightly conflicted or uh, it's different than the guy in Hospital de Urbigo because he wasn't a pilgrim. The guy was more than likely number one, trying to get a cheap place to stay or was going to be up to no good in a dorm. Because most pilgrims, like me, you know, we leave our shit, you know. I mean, some people don't, you know, they're very mindful of their precious belonging. But, you know, with my tablet, I always leave it there. You know, I don't make it obvious, you know, meaning I'll put it under my pillow or if I have something, I put something on top. But, you know, if I'm charging it, you know, you can see the cord. And so, you know, I don't go to the end of the world to protect it. I am mindful of it. And it can happen, you know, it could happen, but, you know, it's it's just, uh, most people are trustworthy, most pilgrims are. So you get somebody who is not from that, it just, 
anyway, it's not good, Jojo. Anywho, so that was for that. And then uh, yesterday, uh, actually, Anfan came in. So he came, uh, I think I just, uh, I was just actually doing some yoga. <laughs> actually, it was my uh, Shavasana, <laughs> corpse pose. So it was just kind of uh, one of my naps. Uh, and then he came in and I kind of waited at him and I saw him later. He has an appointment today. And then he just, uh, he just showed up yesterday. And uh, it was kind of a funny uh, warming uh, lap that was quite big, meaning uh, to kind of get comfortable. Because it is challenging for me where... And he, again, it, it makes all the sense in the world. It's just, it's heavy for me after a while. It's when it's all about, you, you have basically, you have repeating these things. It doesn't even feel like it's somebody that in front of me or that they're not talking to me. They're just repeating the stuff. Kind of what they know, this is what I do. And it is that about the window and, and over and over and over again. And uh, basically my approach is I feel like, okay, I'm listening to you. And then if he's kind of looking, he's kind of looking at me at times, like a little puzzle, like, are you understanding what I'm saying? And well, if he's going to be saying it, I'm like, well, we've already talked about it. So, you know, I mean, I'm saying yes, 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 yes. It's like, so I'm, I'm doing it differently. So, which is kind of interesting. A part of me feeling a little uncomfortable, but I realize it is more honest to, to have that kind of a, I'm going to be here with you, but I'm not going to be playing the hand the way I feel you think I should be playing it. I'm going to be playing it the way it makes sense right now. And of course, you know, not because I'm right and you're wrong, but this is my honest response to what you're giving me. And, uh, and I'm playing with that. And uh, so basically after the, the basic niceties and, you know, how, how is everything? And I'm like, it's okay. I mean, you know, it's, there's just not much going on. Uh, it's very quiet, not a lot of traffic uh, for really for one of the big time of the year. It's, um, it's quite surprising the little traffic we got here. And uh, and then he basically got into his editing his book in English. And then, uh, and then he talked about wanting to do something, wanting to grill. So in a fireplace, he's going to bring a grill, parrilla, which is a grill. And then he's going to get meat. And we ended up talking a little bit about that. And it's like, you don't need much meat, do you? And it's like, well, or are you vegetarian or vegan? And I'm like, well, I'm not. You know, I'll eat anything. Uh, it's just that for me, uh, I love a lot of other things more than I do uh, meat and fish. So I don't eat, I don't really use much of it. But if you, if you want to do something, I'll be happy to partake. And whatever it is that you want to do, I will be happy to happy to uh, to share with it. So today is going to make lunch, basically something he want he wants to do, and I'm like, great, you know, that'd be nice. And uh, and then basically kind of got quiet. And then I got uh, two guys from the Basque country that came in, mother and daughter, and then uh, this German Polish lady or this Polish German lady came in late, and uh, that I got to chat with it for a bit. The, the Basque lady were kind of, you know, they didn't have dinner and then they stayed in the room a bunch of the time and then they went out and it was, you know, it was nice and short and sweet, but not too much, not too much going on there. And so, 
of course. And I felt a little awkward, I have to say, with him. You know, he basically was there. He stayed, I mean, he has his family apartment upstairs, but he just came down to, to stay down. Oh, and there was a, a little anecdote, something funny. So a little background, a little context, cultural context. In Spain, in summertime, in many parts of the country, the idea of having dinner at 7 o'clock would be inconceivable. It'd be crazy. You most likely would barely be getting ready, you know, to, to go out. Because it gets it's so hot during the day that, you know, you basically enjoy the early and late evening. So people will go to bed quite late. Even more so when there are still quite a few parts of Spain where you don't have air conditioning. So the nature of the beast kind of makes it that way. So on the Camino, the idea of having dinner at 7 o'clock for a lot of the Spanish people, you kind of see them and they're like, 7 o'clock, right? All right. And for most of them, it's not going to happen. It's too early. And so I have a way of kind of uh, diffusing that through my humor. So when I uh, when I offer the dinner, I'm basically, oh, and, uh, you know, it's at 7 o'clock. So I get the information across, but there is this kind of acknowledgement that like, I understand, you know, that uh, uh, for, from a lot of you, that's just sounds so early. And actually, even on the Camino, it is rather early, though I like it. I completely agree with it. To me, it makes sense, 7 o'clock, because it gives time for digestion, and then you, you, most people are going to go to bed early anyway. So it is actually fine for actually just about everybody but the Spaniards, and some of them, you know, some will join, but a bunch of them, or the Italian as well, uh, will basically not, uh, not, not eat that early. And anyway, for also a bunch of Spaniards, they're not having meat or fish in a meal is like a downer. And so basically I, I was, you know, t t talking to the uh, Basque lady and kind of telling that. And so, he made this comment, which actually was pertinent, what he was saying, and I'm definitely taking into account. But um, basically, Manuel uh, uh, was like, you know, when you, when you, just a f uh, food for thought, when you're saying it like that, it's almost kind of like you are not selling it. You're basically undermining yourself. You know, you're kind of inviting almost people to decline the dinner. And I was trying to kind of explain where I was coming from, but I realized he wasn't going to get it. You know, that my... Uh, my acknowledgement, my humor was away, but I still got this point, you know, which is like, uh, I still get this point about kind of offering the information and then not maybe making that kind of excuse or that way that it could be perceived as an excuse and of a downplaying it. So it was kind of interesting. Uh, and then uh, I kind of, yeah, and, and I moved on. I said, like, sure, thank you. Thank you for, for, that, for that feedback. And then we moved on from there. And then uh, basically it was kind of quiet. I just felt, felt off for a while. And then I don't know, at one point, uh, I just engaged him. Actually, I, I, I did. But about something else, you know, not about work, not about the albergue and, you know, I mean... It's okay to break the ice, but it's like, I just don't want that to be a content. And it just feels like blah, 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 blah. And, uh, you know, obviously I, uh, I've been around him for a while now. So we're getting to know each other. And, 
maybe at one point am I actually telling this like sorry but small talk you know it's one thing about pilgrims that's completely different but with you it's it's not going to work for me and so that's why you will see me being more quiet unless there is something else we're going to talk about but if, if it's about business as usual that will only get us so far and there is really not much to talk about you know like a strategies about getting more pilgrims or whatever it's like sorry but that's that's your turf you know whatever it is you know in terms of putting things up and letting people know or whatever it is you know social media and all that stuff that's your deal i'm going to get the place clean i'm going to show up i'll be ready the place will be nice i will have the i will have everything stocked up and i will be here for the pilgrims that's my basically that's my offering you know and you know i mean once in a while there may be stuff to tweak you know but beyond that that's it it's the work is done here and there is no much more i mean the food will be different you know and uh, me offering something different you know like a more a little more fancy dinner that could be something because i do have time uh, but i don't think so the pie i think is working quite nicely so it's like i don't see the point of making it more than what it is but anywho so basically i find a way to break the ice and then engage him and we're talking about uh, we got to talk about technology and it was kind of interesting from my point of view because basically he was talking about some kind of like let's call it a healthy dose of skepticism about technology about the responsibility about you know the mining of minerals to to get those computers and all that stuff and the abuse and i'm like and then i say and and in what part of society that's not the case have you had that same conversation about clothing, about food, about your car, about all of those things? Where is that not part of our human evolution? This idea of corruption, of abuse and exploitation. And I'm like, why is technology getting the brunt of it? It just makes no sense to me. And it kind of took some of my point, you know, but it's, uh, it's like there's this weird thing about the you know like the terminator the minority report that kind of idea that kind of fear of i guess maybe it's nothing is new under the sun right so the, the 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 change the unknown the disrupting and uh and i guess from my point of view anyway i don't see that any different than anything else ever like the you know the car and look at what the train is the car and and planes and all of those things, how that's changing and reshaping. And and the fact that we're talking about, well, the speed at which it's doing it, it's like, yeah, so what? You know, when the Ice Age came, I'm sure there's a, a change that happened in a hurry, right? When almost all of it died. But then it's like, yeah, but it was kind of like a rebooting, it looks like it. Then it keeps going. And then, well, eventually it won't because the Earth will come to its the end of its cycle. But that kind of, uh, I don't know. So we kind of got and talked into it and and then, uh, you know, talking about, and of course, what's interesting, it's talking about uh, what the world should do. So it's not so much about what what are you going to do, you know? It's not about, it's kind of a weird pseudo-intellectual kind of a, a sitting on your laurels kind of a debate. And uh, to me, that's annoying. You know, when somebody's talking about how the world is or, or, or something that you know almost nothing about, that you're not an expert, you don't have credential, you don't have training education, and then yet you are bringing those claims. And, and then I was like, where does that come from? You know, where do those doubts, questions, concerns come from? 
are they really yours? Or is it something that you've been imbued by social media, or by friends, or by whatever it is, and that somehow they just stuck with you? And then you're just going on this uh, automatic cruise control rampage, uh, not conscious anyway. And, you know, it's not like I am innocent. I am not saying that. But for whatever reason, when it comes to technology and people saying that, for me, it's just plain annoying. It's kind of like the whole COVID. You know, when people would talk, when it would go past, for instance, well, you know what? I don't want a vaccine. I, I, I don't trust it and I don't want to. And I'm like, great. And then to go from there and to say this is wrong or the government is manipulating, you know, I don't know if that to you is so black and white or is so said so different in the spectrum than it is for me. But for me, it is so, there's a huge gap between I don't like it, I don't want it, to it's wrong. And this is what's happening. And, you know, this is the, the Illuminati controlling or whatever the case may be of the bank or, you know, or whatever you get, those conspiracy theory and, and the, the difference between those two things. And one is completely uneducated. And the other one is like, sure, that's your experience. And that's how you feel. All right. You know, I have nothing to say here. And of course, once more, I find myself into this place of against the grain. And I can't help but wonder if it's just what my stance is, that I'm always naturally inclined to go against the mob, the, the, the common message that it's not about, it is because, you know, they're saying something that is not really based on a sound argument, but that is just, that, that is just me that is, that have, that, that is, oh my goodness, sorry, I'm being sloppy with my English here. So, that the experience that I have seems to always be contrary to the mob, you know, or to, well, whatever the mob is, whether the mob is on the left or on the right, you know, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter which side, but where that kind of, if I'm in this group, and then where the majority will be standing. And, uh, you know, in the Camino, of course, you're going to have more people on the left side of the equation. So more liberal, you know, more socialist and uh, less, uh, less kind of uh, the, the, the right or the extreme right. It's quite rare. You know, I think I've seen maybe a handful. So it's very, very few. Hold on here. I'm going through a tunnel. Well, actually, no, it's a... Uh, by uh, overpass, oh shit. All right. Okay, now this guy's turn, okay, backing up. It's actually muddy under here from the rain. And this guy, I don't know what he's doing, but keep an eye, I guess he's turning around here. Sorry. So it's interesting to do my trigger. Oh yeah, Gatillo, actually a uh, uh, detonante. Detonante emocional. It's a trigger. So the, in a figurative sense, right? I'm being triggered. And uh, it's like a, something that detonates, an emotional detonator. <laughs> well, that would be the, the literal translation, which I guess would work, right? I just love the trigger better. Gatillo. But it doesn't work in Spanish. So translating it, that's what doesn't make sense. And it's interesting how those kind of 
phrases, sentences, you know, ideas, to me are just like, they are triggers. And it's uh, such a strong, uh, such a strong reaction. Okay, we have a local guy, I'm not sure what he's doing here. Anyhow. Buenos dias. And you know, when he's saying that, he just like, I could feel the, the juice. So I got pretty pumped. And so we had this kind of discussion, you know, and of course I tried to get across, you know, it's like, uh, kind of that nuance, you know, between what you feel, what you experience is your opinion, instead of this is the way it should be, or the world would be a better place. And what I call this uh, ignorant arrogance of the human species, that the belief that you silly little creature have such a vantage point that you you feel competent enough to make those statements. And I know, I know, I am ad nauseum repeating myself, but uh, maybe each time as I do so, there is a different way in which I, I'm chewing it or I'm spewing it out. And maybe I'm refining my understanding or clarifying it, who knows. I do feel like at times that I'm able to articulate a little better, you know, then the, then the dilemma becomes, am I basically not really using this opportunity right? Am I, you know, casting pearl to swines, you know? And, and I don't mean that, that it's a, there are people not worth it, but it's like, what you're doing is not conducive to a productive outcome. So you're not recognizing, you're not, you're not discerning right the situation. And honestly, I don't know with, uh, with uh, Angel. But basically, there was one way actually to connect with the guy and to have an exchange and to, to share about something that was different about this. Talking about the flies, or talking about this, about that, about the window, and, and they're saying that it does. Where I'll go when he came in, he went, of course, he went to check the dorm, but he changed stuff around that I do. You know, and, and it's not like big deal. Something silly, like he has a very, kind of a nice purple curtain, and I basically, I, I basically I stretch it to the length of the curtain, which covers the length of the window, and he does his different, and he basically changed that. And uh, and uh, and of course, I'm not saying anything. And of course, I change it again after because I really like it. I like the way I do it because it makes sense, and I'm like. I am the one setting up, you know, the place and the ambience, and he's of course used to it. Uh, I could see myself eventually telling him, you know, if the place is clean, the fact that there are those things that are different, please just don't, you know, just don't. It, it's like, like you say, it's me. I, I'm the one running the albergue now, so so back off when you get back on in September, you know. And I don't know if I will or not, because obviously a part of me is this is his place, he's the owner. I'm just a little help for a while. Well, I'm, I'm actually running the place, right? I'm the manager of the albergue, but he's the owner. And then on the other hand, if it's something that Ray really starts to gnaw at me, then I might, I'm, I might be expressing something to him. Like I did yesterday about, um, you know, it's like, hey, when you come over, let me know, because they are saying that, uh, that I need from time to time, and it'd be nice if you're gonna come over to let me know. So you could bring them to me, and uh, any kind of acknowledge that, you know. And I was like, like ginger, you know, like something that I'd kind of ask you a couple of times, and uh, you know, that would have been nice. So, 
or in the case of uh, even soy milk, I like the, the one from Mercadona better, and there is not a Mercadona in it. So, you know, it could easily get me like 18 liters or, I mean, I'm looking at what, two more months. So, actually even 24 liters of, uh, of uh, soy milk would be fine. And even though it's only four cents less, but it's four cents less, so, you know, 24, man, that would be like a euro. Yeah, it's very negligible, but the, I like the taste better. So, anyhow. But anyway, something like that. Even though I told myself I wasn't going to ask, but I'm like, that's okay. Let's just, uh, it came out. That kind of dissonance between things that I'm saying to myself ahead of time and what end up coming out. Sometimes it feels like I can put the the cap back on a genie, right? The the, the corkscrew it's back into, or I can put the genie back into the bottle, or keep it in there, as it may. Anywho, but it's a cool morning here, like I've mentioned, and I think uh, let me see if that if that sucker is waiting for me or not. I don't know. So I went to mass yesterday because I only had a German lady that I ended up having dinner with. I had my lentils. And uh, then I went to church, and then I was like, well, let me just go say hello to Fina in the, in the municipal albergue. And she basically was going to go to Mass too, so we went to Mass together. And then she gave me a tour of uh, our albergue. So it's quite nice. I mean, they have three dorms of, uh, I guess it's got to be around 30 or so beds in there, and they have a kitchen, so... As a general rule, that's basically the place I would stay in, and not in uh, Anhel, because I could... Uh... Oh, let's see, what's that? Let's see, let's see. Oh, is she coming? Are you coming? All right, come on. Let me give you a little sugar. Uh... So anyway, so it was very cute. She gave me a buardilla, which is an attic. Come on. Benaki. Yes. What are you doing? What are you playing shy? What are you playing shy? Well, I'm pleased I'm getting you to get a little cardio work, yeah? Or like me going to the recycling instead of you lazy bum. Lazy bum. big fan. To me, just it's kind of nasty. Sorry. You lick your ass with it, and then, even though I know it's, uh, what, seven times more, or is it cat? Seven, the, your saliva inside your mouth, it's way more acidic than the human, so it's way more clean, but still, you lick your ass with that stuff, and your balls, and your dick, so, well, actually, not in your case, <laughs> your, your gina, you lick your gina, so for me, it's gross. Anyway, all right, girl, see you later, okay? See you later, girl. So yeah, so Fina gave me a tour, I saw the pilgrims, and uh, <laughs> and of course Fina only speaks Spanish, 
So there was funny, there was some French woman having trouble with the water. And of course, they didn't speak a lick of Spanish. <laughs> so there was a little misunderstanding. So I kind of helped uh, her from being lost in translation. For whatever reason, on the faucet, El Garifo, they want to go to get cold water, which is really weird. It's normally the other way around. And anyhow, so, and I was like, okay, turn it left, turn it right, and the water stayed warm and hot. And I'm like, well, that's weird. And then, anyway, but Fina eventually, I guess, got it cold. So it worked out. And I saw these pilgrims that had come by the albergue earlier before going to the municipal, which is further on the Camino. So a bunch of pilgrims would stumble upon our albergue before making it to the municipal. But he wanted the kitchen. So that's where, of course, he ended up being. And like I said, it's actually quite a nice kitchen that they have, you know, with dining tables and wooden chairs and tables. And so very nice, you know, all the dorms, they have their own bathrooms. I mean, two bathrooms, two showers for like between eight and 12 people. So that is quite luxurious. As far as the Camino and as far as the municipal albergue, this is very nice. Very nice. And then uh, the domes are not too crammed with a bunk bed. So I have to say, the the municipal albergue, you know, it's five euro less than ours. The only thing is, you know, we do offer the communal meal. And it is quieter. Uh, but, you know, the dorm is 18 beds. Even though you have a few, you have what, one, two, three, four. I think it's four beds, I think that are just non-bunk beds and uh, that's really quite a bit compared to most albergues but yeah i think it's a very very nice deal and you're right there by the church right there by the center and well that has its good and bad because where we are so it's quieter in that part of town so for some people it's very nice and in terms of temperature actually i don't know in terms of temperature because it's kind of a part of the albergue is kind of a, what, very well sheltered as far as the heat is concerned. So I don't know. But in terms of uh, when there's anything going on in town, it's going to be noisy. Uh, tractor, it's going to be more noisy. Anywho. So, but that was yesterday. So yeah, just one dinner. I mean, just three people. So it's very, very, very quiet. I can see me in my head going on about, you know, looking at it, kind of thinking about the whole, uh, some of the percentage. And I'm pretty sure, we'll see. But uh, because I think Angel is thinking, I could be wrong, but basically about me maybe becoming a permanent fixture you know, in the albergue. And of course, I am completely, I'm completely unable to uh, to think about that. And you know, of course it's too early. You know, I'm just finishing my first month. Let's see what that looks like, you know, after three months. Though I don't, I don't really see what I would be changing at all, personally. Uh, you know, outside of just not having enough to do. And I'm just not going to be looking for things to do. That's just not going to happen. Not just to fill the space and time. I mean, I still would pick up a little things like yesterday. I cleaned 
the top of the dryer, you know, the buildup of stuff. Uh, and then rearrange a little bit the pantry. But yeah, I, I just, uh, that's something that I'm not, not going to do. I never liked it before, you know, when you felt like you just had to find something to do, you know, because it wasn't right not to have anything to do. And uh, I don't, I don't like that. But, uh, you know, about uh, the whole uh, private room. And uh, also I was thinking about the thing that he sells in the case. I thought of his book, because his book is his, but anything that I'm selling, I'm like, there should be a card for me in there. You know, it just, uh, so that's one thing that I want to bring up and I will bring that up at the end. So, you know, if I'm here, if I'm selling it, then, then I want to cut out of it. It's not going to be all for you. That is not right. The consignment for the luggage, we're going to talk about that. And then the fee for the private room. And the fact, I want to get the percentage of, because on anybody coming in, is going to get the entire fee of, uh, you know, 13 euro. And I just get my two euro. That's the agreement. And then, you know, when people pay 10 euro for the dinner, then it's all mine. And then, of course, in his case, he has a fee of maintaining the place and everything that's entailed. And fair enough, that's a lot of money. I understand. And on my case, you know, with the two euro that I make and the 10 euro per meal, which is not everybody, then I have to go everything, all the food, the breakfast and the dinner. I have to pay for all of that. And that's fine. That's the agreement. But I want to be like, what percentage of people who actually end up staying, you know, end up uh, getting the meal? Because then it kind of changes the equation about saying, well, you know, my, my percentage to for Mitch Pilgrim to your percentage of uh, in terms of the meal is about the same. And I'm actually I'm fine with that but not if I have like 60% only of the pilgrim who eat, then it's not fair anymore. Uh, so, so that is one thing that I am mindful of, but I don't know where I'm gonna go with that. Meaning, is it really important or not? So that's something that's to be determined uh, and it'll be what it will be. It'll be fine anyway. So, my friend, that's a long one. Time to go take a shower. It's already 8.30. So on that note, I wish you a beautiful day, wherever you are. And we'll talk to you later.